This is a comic book podcast that is streamed live weekly on youtube.com slash comic pop returns. If you are on YouTube, and I know you are, make sure to subscribe to that channel so you can be part of the action yourself. You're going to hear a bunch of questions and comments here on today's episode. Why not add your voice to the show next time? I mean, granted, it will be my voice reading the question, but let's not get hung up on the semantics of it all. Just go to youtube.com slash returns and subscribe today. And if you want to help us out a little further, a nice review on this platform from you would be really appreciated. Make sure to catch the show live on youtube.com slash returns and visit patreon.com slash comicpop if you want to help us more directly. What's poppin', everybody? I'm Sal. <laughs> Tiffany, is that it? Is that, that's our new opening. It's just today's opening because it's a special day. Didn't it's you? Sunday. It's it a is. day before our normal show time. And uh, that's because tomorrow is a holiday in uh, the uh, United States where we're broadcasting from. Uh, Also, we are celebrating a birthday, which we didn't really get a chance to talk about on the actual birthday. but We're celebrating it tomorrow. Yes, we are. So, uh, yeah, that's right. One of our intrepid own uh, members of the the channel, Ben, had a birthday last week. week, And so we're going to be celebrating it. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited about uh, that. You you, uh, really outdid yourself in terms of planning and coordination finagling all that stuff we'll see i just i sent him a text with a what, final couple of options yeah oh, like final Ethan's confirmation okay <laughs> okay and uh normally i'm planning right now guys. this show is uh sponsored by viewers like you if you're watching the show live you can sponsor today's show by using super chats ask a question or comment and we'll read it here on the show and you'll be part of the show forever uh if you're listening to the show you're probably catching it on spotify or apple music or apple podcasts or whatever the hell this stuff is found. Uh, if you do have a second, give us a like uh, on YouTube or give us a good review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, counterbalance those like three or four that like really don't like us. Uh, but I really couldn't care less. I'd never check those uh, unless I like am feeling like some brand management because it's really just me mm. making sure it's all going okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we also want to mention this show is about comic books. So while we are going to be reviewing Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, yes. uh, we are going to be provide a, uh, a non-spoiler review for those of you who haven't seen it yet. And then we're going to get into the spoilers and nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're also going to talk about comics because it's a comic book review show. Right. When, do we, we, talk, when uh, are we going to do that? We're going to do that now. We're going to oh, talk okay. about comic books, I think. And All then right. we'll get into the movie. All right. Give everybody a chance to settle. Uh-huh. Get in there. Exactly. We're going to get comfy. Yeah. Get yourself a drink. Exactly. Exactly. Hydrate. Right uh so yeah so let's uh let's jump into some uh books uh there that... are there were some books and, was... I, and i managed to read a few books i definitely did not get a chance to read wolverine so don't no. don't spoil that guys no it's a real shame we didn't get a chance to do that one, that one we I didn't did. have a lot of time no uh brian Rollins really quick says uh some sunday night off the rack let's go comp up rules thanks that's brian. Right. and after nice. this i have to go bake a cake that's right you gotta bake a whole damn cake it's not a whole damn cake it's a very specific cake. yes it's and it's cake. actually like pretty straightforward it is i've done it a few times it's a, yeah you have you have some experience with this cake uh ali alziati uh hi hope you do both well hope you are too man thanks i don't know about you but to me it feels like uh, scott didn't have much to do for most of the movie we will, talk about we'll, that we'll definitely be getting into that exactly uh and i think that's it okay so yeah let's talk about some books let's 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 just rapid fire through some books all right sounds good uh i read spider-man number five because i hate myself and uh yeah it's written by dan slot with art by mark bagley this is like a little uh a little like let's take a minute and focus on you know spider-man got stabbed and uh by like a magic blade and so he's not like in the web of life anymore and that what that meant was and i love dan slot just doing whatever the hell he wants and when i say i love i mean i don't uh but he do, he loves to do this where he's like i'm kind of a big deal 
at Marvel. Like I've earned my strikes at this point. So I'm mm. going to like make some, make some declarations here. Okay. And in one of these is just like, uh, because in his own self-contained event that even the main Spider-Man books don't acknowledge, yes. um, he got stabbed by a, by a magic dagger. Uh -huh. And so as a result, he's not part of the Marvel universe anymore. Right. right so right, if you go, right, if you actually, right. and it, and it's completely changed Marvel continuity sure. because they show you in the Marvel 616 universe, uh, Peter never became Spider-Man, and instead Silk became the main Spider-Person of that universe. Okay. Which I think is funny. Uh, because, of course, Dan Slott created Silk, and he's very proud of himself for it. Uh, and so... He's uh, Miles. No, he didn't make Miles. I saying. So, uh, yeah, it's just a little, like, cracked mirror, alternate reality, what-if kind of thing. But it's happening in the main reality. What? Uh, so, yeah, it's just a little, like, what if Peter didn't become Spider-Man? Right. We've seen that a million times. Let's see it one more time. Yep. Let's yep. see it a million and one times. Um, it's fun. A lot of, lot of talking. And when I say a lot of talking, a lot of words. And I'm, look, it's a book. I like reading. I like when words are, uh, you know, well constructed and they really work well. This was like, I, I get it. Like a lot, a lot of the book was, yeah, I get it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like you don't need to explain the context. No one's reading Spider-Man number five. We don't know who Spider-Man is. Right. You know, and I don't think we need another like crash course in does Dan Slott remember what Stan wrote? You know, I think we get it, mm -hmm. but he's really over explaining himself. And it's okay. like, all right, you know, whatever. But it was like a fun little like trip down this like alternate history lane. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's just, you know, the audacity of it being like, no, this is this is the if the X-Men people can die and come back and Moira it up, then Spider-Man can get stabbed by a magic dagger, change all of continuity and and at the end of my event we'll put it back but like in the meantime for a, for a period of time in real reality spider-man didn't exist and it's just like all right like, yeah, except like no one is reading this or necessarily no. considering it that's right which is Con funny because like you know continuity i in, guess well dc they're like look you don't like batman i got four other batman books for you mm -hmm. uh spider-man not so much yeah. you don't like what's going on amazing spider-man i i well, look, DeMatteis is writing a Ben Riley book. No, actually, that's about Peter. But uh, but Ben Riley is the main Spider-Man in that book. Uh, it's a flashback book, right? So right. it's like, look, you can read that. You can read the DeMatteis miniseries about Craven. And it's not really about Craven, by the way. But uh, yeah, and, you know, it's if you if you're looking for like a kind of like memory lane, what if kind of issue, Spider-Man number five wasn't uh, you know wasn't the worst thing I've ever read by Dan Slott, certainly, and and it was actually kind of like a little fun, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know. But uh, but there's a lot of like meta reading that was going on. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Uh yeah. I, I see something on here I 100% didn't read and I'm really mad at myself. <laughs> <laughs> was it Nightcrawlers? Yeah, because like in my head I was like I remember saying we were gonna do this show. I remember like you and I talking about this and I suggested we do it today on Sunday yeah. and then and then I literally was like we're not doing the show. Right. I can I can wait. Yeah, exactly. I can focus and then I was like oh no I volunteered. No, oh, I know. But I did read things. It just you did. I read the stuff that I normally would like gravitate yeah. i mean i gravitate towards these things i yeah. want i want to read x-men but i was like i i gotta i gotta really grab well you you, re you i read two indies and 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 a, and a dc book plus x-men oh, okay. like one x-men book like yeah. that's what i read this week because that's what i and i started reading a, a trade i picked up yes that's true uh really quick jim's of ray fox luca pizzari uh i read the penultimate chapter of murder world this one was murder world moon Knight. nice it's a good series. Uh, it's really fun. The characters are well-rounded. Uh, doesn't pull any punches. I saw somebody on the internet uh, complain. They were like, "Man, Marvel really likes their like their synergy. They wanted to get their Squid Game on, 
And I'm like, if only you listened to the Elseworlds Exchange, you would know that, like, why is Ray Fox's name on this book? And it's because, because Ray Fox kind of moved on, but mm -hmm. like, it's because Jim and Ray came up with this idea like 17 years ago. <laughs> and they like put it in a drawer, you know, they pitched it, they, you know, they put it in a drawer and uh, eventually, now look, did Marvel come to them and go, you got any Squid Games? But it was, but it was developed long before Squid Game was an actual thing. Right, right. And, uh, you know, retooled to fit in modern continuity, but it, you know, because it, it, it fits in with the Kelly Thompson uh, Black Widow book. Okay. Which is kind of cool. Right. Because uh, God knows who else is going to touch on that. Sure. So right. it's just a fun book, but it's, you know, it's about these other characters, these, these characters that you may probably never see again in the Marvel comics, because mm -hmm. they're probably not going to make it out of this book. But uh, it's a lot of fun. It's just a really well-executed series. I hope that, uh, you know, when it's collected in trade, the marketing's a little better because mm. this book is very much, this is an under-the-radar book. This is a subterranean release, like beyond stealth. Right. You know, this is like another phase of existence mm -hmm. kind of release. And it's a shame because, like, it's a lot of fun. And you know what? Like, did you like Squid Game? You might like this, but it's not really right. Squid Game. It's more about, like, arcade. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it is, it, it's Squid Game by way of Marvel. Okay. So, but it's fun. I dig it. Okay. Anyway. I, I like that. That's yeah, great. Yeah, right? It's fun. Uh, what about you? What did you read? Um, I read Swamp Thing Green Hell number two. Oh, I remember that book. Yes. I'm, I, not by reading it, of course, but only by reputation. Yes, yes. Written uh, Jeff Lemire, uh, with, uh, or by Doug Mank. Um, we were waiting a while for this one, and uh, this is issue, uh, book two, yes. I think, of three. Of three. Um, but three is supposed to be coming out. Soon. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I honestly decided I, I was not going to reread the first one. I was just going to go with it. And I honestly remembered more than I thought I was going to. So hooray. Nice. You know, it's like a crazy future in which, like, the parliaments have had enough and they're going to kill off the rest of humanity after humanity or kind of destroyed the Earth. As okay. We often see, um, you know, yeah. the, like trajectories and such for, for the like the way in which we treat our planet. Yep. And nature. And nature and such. Um, but that, you know, Swamp Thing's been gone. You know, mm. like where'd he go what's up with that and then how john had like brought him back or like summoned him um here and um something seemingly was living um in a like bubble area like, like his like his mind was there and he was living with abby and like oh. their kid and oh. he's just living life you know like whatever cool so he comes back and he's like i want to go back yeah like i, I don't want to be here no i don't want to be i don't care <laughs> i'm done it. yeah like i'm done mm -hmm. like i'm not i'm not your champion anymore i'm not the, the parliament's champion i'm out of here and john's yeah. like yeah about that you can't go back <laughs> oh no like you can but like you're bound to here until i say you can go back right that's john that's john it's 100 john and you know lemire goes out of his way to make sure that like something calls him a bastard he's like yep yep that's like my superhero that. name. Yeah, that's that's who I am. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah. Um, so what what does he do? He goes forth to try to help um that town that we first were introduced to in the mm. first issue. And um, you it's know been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he <laughs> he fights off one of the parliament's other sort of like swamp thingy and monster. The parliament calls him to them, they're like, excuse me. <laughs> right. We you we went you retired. You left. Yeah. We said you could just go off and have like your respite, but like you can't come back here. Yeah. Like they're jerks. And he's like, yeah, but they're my jerks. Right. <laughs> like <laughs> I can't just let you do that. And they're like they let they did this to us. Yeah. And he's like, but there's like children that live in this town. Those children didn't do this. Yeah. They didn't ask for this. Like come on. So they're like, 
Um, all right. So you you you're all right, you can leave, and your options are to either like slough off your like body and like go back to where you were, just your consciousness essentially. Okay. Which is kind of how it was anyway. Yeah. Um, whereas we you can never come back. <laughs> um, or just stay here and we're gonna kick your butt. Mm-hmm. Um, he realizes that Abby wouldn't be cool with him doing that. Yeah. Like he's just like, No, she would want me to stay. Right. And, like I think he knows that if he went back there, he'd be like living a lie, even if it's all like real or not real, whatever. Sure. Um so they're like, fine, cool, whatever. Um, we're gonna like take your powers away, and this is your last body. You can't regenerate anymore. So oh. now, like, Swamp Thing's fighting as though like it's can, his last. Yeah, he yeah. can die. So, you know, we got that going on. John uh, has another trick up his sleeve, as is typical John action. He's like, it's not enough to do this. I'm gonna save everybody. It's gonna be fine. Um, but the Parliament are also joining up. So it's not just the green, the red is there. Yeah. I think the black is there okay. as well. The rot. So, yeah. yeah, so they're going to be coming together. They're they're raising an army of like hybrid monstery things that are Sweet. fighting Swamp Thing. All the while, John has gone to an island where he is looking for Animal Woman. Oh, Animal Woman. It's time for her to come back. Come cool. fight the red. Okay. I'm like, all right, all right. So I'm interested to see. We've got one more issue of this. So I'm not, you know, we're not going to be getting into like mega depth no. on this story, but I'm interested obviously to find yeah. out more about it um if you missed out on this i do believe that they did reprint the first one so you could pick that one up as well as the second one and then yep. jump into the third one if you're looking for more swamp thing or you like jeff lemire yeah so uh, march 21st is the issue uh the third issue the yeah. final uh yeah issue so it, it's gonna wrap up it's not we don't we're not gonna be waiting it should be coming out yep fingers crossed on that one <laughs> um so i read that yep Initially, I read a couple of independent books uh, this week. I read um, Harrower. Oh, yes, The Harrower. The Harrower. I think that came out this week, or maybe it didn't. Maybe mm-hmm. it was in that section. I don't know what to tell you. Yep, that was last week. <laughs> it was last week. Okay, fine. Well, whatever. Whatever. I still read it. Yep. Um, if you missed this, it's um, a boom book. It's a horror boom book. Oh, for a change. Listen, no. <laughs> I like my horror books. No complaints. Um, it's, you know, um, a town, a small sleepy town somewhere that has like a crazy, um, sort of like not the Sanderson sisters, but that type of like mythology within okay. the town where they're just like, you see this symbol, like, Oh, bad stuff's coming. And it's Halloween night and like all this crazy stuff. And like the horror will come get you. And like, it's something that kids believe in. But then like when you get to a certain age, like adults seem to believe in it some more. And like, uh. what's going on with that? Is the horror re- real? Yes. <laughs> Well, he's on the cover, yes, so I would hope. Um, but you have like a group of teenagers who don't look like teenagers, but they're all teenagers, which I'm like, that that fits. It's very much that movie uh-huh. style kind of thing. Um, it's got some gore going on. It, it's pretty like this first issue is tight. It moves. Mm, good. There's not a lot of time in this issue. Like we're just we just go, 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 go. Right. And like at times it does feel a little more like a movie okay. than it does a comic. But right. fun sort of um book yeah. and i think the reason i picked it up was because i was like the harrower i'm like wait isn't that that villainous who's in deadpool right now <laughs> <laughs> nope nope totally something different okay so i i read that as well as a yeah. a random cullen bud book mm. oh uh justin jordan brahm revel yeah so if you're looking for more horror you can do that i don't know when that book came out yeah you just look up the word wall i, I don't know <laughs> it's the only word i can remember from it okay so I wouldn't worry about it. But I read a Cullen Bun like oversized. I, I don't have it with me. No. I, I own it physically mm-hmm. and I don't have it with me. It's by Aftershock. Okay. So that may be the That'll other do thing. it. That'll be the other reason. And we can't find it. Um, but it was a one shot. And they did it as an oversized black label style book. Oh, um, the foulness in the walls. Yes, that's it. When did it come out? Scroll up. Is that January it came out? <laughs> oh no, it came out in November. They had it out like it was brand new. Yeah. The comic book store we went to. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not going to talk about it then. No? No. <laughs> Screw them. I read this and it was fine. That's it. Okay. It was not great, but it's Cullen Bunn. He's either good or he's not good, but he's a, he's a machine. True. Yeah. He's a machine. Yeah. Um, but I, I had them and I really wanted to check them out because like, I like the idea of other um, companies making oversized books like that, like that black label, that format. Yeah. It's a one shot. Yeah. You just grab it. it. It's almost like an OGN oh, in a way. No, look at that. Oh no, there it is. Yeah. What the heck? That's weird. We solicited back. Okay, there. it did come out. Hooray! Yay. Put it back up, and now we'll talk about it. All right, fine. Um, this is another horror one, guys. <laughs> it's it's uh it's a weird one too. Hmm. Uh, Cullen Bunn, Rodrigo Zayas. Zayas's art kind of cool. Hadn't seen anything quite like this. Just like the other one, really cool too. A lot of interesting coloring in this. Yeah. Um, it's you're one and done. You grab this book, the whole thing. There That's it great. is. You can just consume it, and then not enter this world again it is um it's funny there, there's a there's an element to it where i was just like what's happening at all because you really need to just be able to dive into what you think is going on to the brain of your character mm -hmm. uh or, or the protagonist of this book um it, it uh acts a little bit like an episode of a show as well okay like you know i'm trying to think of what the name <laughs> of that netflix series was um oh <laughs> It doesn't matter. Um, the Bly, Bly Manor? No. Um, but, you know, it, it's 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 sad and it's grotesque right at the end. Great. You know? Yeah. And But it was fine. It, it was fine. It wasn't like I was like, wow. I mean, if they did a series of these, it'd be kind of neat. Mm. Like a series of just these like creepy like Silver little, like, like yeah, like stories like that. But like now that makes you wish, oh, like, um, that Silver Chrome is oversized like this. Yeah, I wish because it that was delightful having a the art book. that big, yeah. you know, and just knowing that the whole story was in this, um, but like the artist could really play around with it. I loved. So yeah. I'd love to see more um, companies like you know Boom and AfterShock and, and all of them like or even Image like yeah. doing series like this with like you know strong, interesting art, big. Right. So. Well, speaking of Image and DC for that matter, I picked. I didn't pick it up. I leafed through it. This was uh, Batman Spawn unplugged. McFarlane Capullo, this is a reissue of the first of the only issue. Yes. Uh, third chapter of these uh, types of stories. Um, no dialogue balloons, no word, nothing. Just the art and the inking, pencils and inks, no colors. That's cool. And uh, it looks better. Like, I, you know, I told you. I, you, know, you were, yeah, no, it, it looks better. It's really, like, and it's and it allows you to really like pour over the strongest element of the book which is the, visuals. the art yeah that's fair that's awesome. um, and i don't think anybody doesn't know that yeah. but uh yeah no it's if you like if you enjoyed that issue but you thought it was confusing and weird and like you, you were like what mm -hmm. like some of us mm -hmm. uh you might want to consider checking out the unplugged issue because it's equally confusing but actually less because the dialogue and narration doesn't like try and tell a story it's just a bunch of stuff like okay. a sketchbook which is way better okay at this at this point I, I almost wanted to just see todd and greg just draw batman and or spawn then actually give me a comic book about them all right but I yeah it was fine it's fair yeah but it was neat to see uh, i also read icon versus hardware as i said i would mm -hmm. uh with leon chillis and yasmin flores Montanez on art uh and dennis cowan i believe uh this was not very good and it's a real uh disappointment and when i uh 
you know, the idea of what they're executing, you know, part teen drama, mean girls meets, uh, I don't know, me plus hardware and his whole thing. Like, this was just awful. And then I looked at who wrote it and I was like, oh, Reggie Hudlin wrote it. Yeah, okay. He is not a very good writer. Mm. Uh, his dialogue was not stiff so much as it was just awful. You know, like repeated words, but not because that's how people talk, but maybe a misunderstanding of how people talk. Just awful. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. And it really detracted from it. Also, there were like, there was some strengths in art and there was some not so strength uh, okay. in art. You know, it was inconsistent. You know, the the, the hardware stuff was all uh, was all what you would expect and feel mm -hmm. of a hardware book. That could be just because Dennis Cowan. <laughs> Like through some of it, sure, sure, uh, and uh, it's just you know it reminded me of the older milestone. I don't want to strike that against it because I know that we're in a different era and it ain't like that no more. Mm -hmm. Despite the fact that I literally bought a reissue of Static Number One, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is a collector's edition kind of version, but it was ten bucks. Yikes! But okay, fine. Um, but yeah, the but the 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 teen stuff, um, it was it was trying for something and it didn't achieve it. Okay. I will not be getting any more of these. Okay. Uh, yeah. I also read X Men number nineteen. Yes, I I read it, but I didn't like absorb it. Okay, that's okay. Um, this is starting off like, hey, let's talk about the Brood. Captain Marvel's also dealing with the Brood. Yes. Um, I only read this side of it. Um, I mean, we, we don't need saw the Brood brought up, I think, in Hawks or Pox. Yes. Um, so it was like, we knew that was coming. And oh, I mean, yeah. like you're dealing with X-Men. The brood are going to show up, right? Well, you'd think they would, but they rarely do now. I know. And it's, so it's great that they but, did. But like, when they do, it's like, oh, yeah, no, it makes sense. It's not like you're like, well, they're they here? It's like, no, it's not weird. It's not like yeah. the Badoon are here. You're yeah, like, essentially, what? like, there's a call. Um, they get a distress call from um, Corsair in the last issue. And so yeah. they go to find out what's going on. So I was like, I gotta go save my, my space dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so so he does. But, like, Corsair has, like, has been impregnated with a... A, a well, the brood, brood. The brood. Hey, that's going to happen when you're dealing with them. Mm -hmm. There's a little um, outline in there. If you're unfamiliar with the brood, it will help you to understand why everybody says they are they're like alien. Which yeah. is funny because you know because they're ripple. Uh, Mar Marvel has them. So that's oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you get a little breakdown of like the different levels of brood, like you know the empress, the queen, firstborn, all this stuff. It uh -huh. tells you what they do and how they reproduce and all that stuff, right? right. And how they came to have um some peace with brew, the king mm -hmm. brood, and like they. Trust me, this is going to fill you in. If you don't know what's going on, it's going to fill you in enough to be like, okay, cool. It's not going to tell you all the history that they've had with them, but it will be like, all right, at least I understand the threat that the brute pros. Yes. Um, so the X team gets there and they they split up and in order to best deal with the situation. There's the brute are attacking this location, planet, whatever, mm -hmm. wherever they are. And there's people still there. So you it's, know, uh, well, we, do we, do we want to reveal what it is? Because it's they're not there. Oh, that's right. That's a different location. It's a different story that's running at the yeah. same time. No, um, Firestar. And Iceman. And Ice I'm like, Firestar? Firestorm? Firestar. Firestar. Um, and Iceman deal with, um, you know, damage control uh, and try to get people out as much as possible. Lowercase. Yes. Not the not the actual team. Sorry. Um, and uh, Firestar gets the opportunity to do one of those things that, like, Superman has said before where it's just like i get to really cut loose yes I, I gotta always watch out with my powers but not this time it's the brood because psychops is like give them hell right yeah that's 
That was his directive. They're they're trash and we hate them. There's nothing Fair. redeeming about yeah, them. With extreme prejudice. Yes, yes. Use all the claws. Uh, also, we've established that um, the second uh, Laura's name is, her codename is now Talon. Mm. So we have Wolverine and we have Talon. We've got Wolverine and Wolverine and Talon and Honey Badger. No, she has a new name. But, oh, right. But I, what like is to, it? I refer to her as Honey Badger because I like that better. Yeah, I can't remember what it is. Gabby. Gabby. I mean, that's not her code name. That's a real name. Yeah. But you know what? Let's just call her Gabby. But you know what I mean? It's like, that's what we have. Yeah, we have a bunch of... We got some Wolverines and a Talon and, and Scout. Scout. That's it. Thank you. It's yeah. Scout. Thank you. Scout, Talon, Scout, Wolverine. Scout, Talon, Wolverine, Logan, and... Uh, yeah. You know. Anyway. Anyway, so um, she uh, Talon's along for the ride with Sink. So they go with Cyclops. They find his dad. They're like, uh -oh, we gotta... Talon's like, you better prep for this one because he's in a bad way. And we see him on the floor and it's like really kind of cool like to to see him just like writhing around. They're like, okay, mm -hmm. what are we going to do? And she's like, I'm going to take it out of him. <laughs> so, you know, Sink and she do that together. I love that moment because Cyclops is like, he's in a really interesting position where typically, I mean, Cyclops is the team leader, but yeah. now he has someone on his team that's like hundreds of years older than he is in yeah. a way. Right. And so like, that person like leaps into action to like do what they're going to do. Cause like, I know I can do this. It's not going to be a problem. So like, you know, sync, use Jean's powers, to, like put him under, you help to like use with your telekinetic powers to like take Guide care of it. like organs yeah. and stuff like that. And I will like do the surgery itself. And Cyclops is removed the situation. Yeah. I mean, like he is, it is his dad. So it makes sense. Like yeah. he's going to be too compromised. Yes. In this situation. So he holds the brood off. They successfully remove the the brood baby, and uh, you know he's not stitched up or anything. So like Sink's using his abilities, his stolen abilities from Gene, in order to keep him keep him conscious, like sealed up too, yeah. to keep everything oh, closed right. so his yeah. organs don't fall out. Um, so we got that going on. Meanwhile, uh, Gene and Magic are trying to find Brew. Like, where's Brew? Where'd he yeah. go? Like, he was supposed to be in charge of all this, but but it went to here. hell. So yeah. she makes a call to the other psychics to try to find out. Let's let's locate him. Like, what's, what's up with that? Right, what's going on? Um, but while the story is running, um, concurrently, there's another story going on in which Forge and Monet, Monet is not on the X team right now, but they decide they're going to access a gate that should go to nowhere, but nowhere was swallowed by a black hole. So it's like, how could there possibly be a gate there? Yeah, Especially since like Krakoa, the gate's still active. Yeah, and Krakoa was established after that happened. So how do you have a gate? And he's like, ah, well, you see, after we figured out the whole gating thing, I decided to ask Cable if he could help me with a little bit of a... Uh, Time travel, time travel shenanigans? shenanigans so that he could put a seed there so that it would grow at the appropriate moment when Krakoa was established at, and like allow for transport. Yeah. So we can go through it. Yeah. yeah. So we can find out what's on the other side of the black hole. Yeah. Right. So, so they go and they see a whole bunch of stuff. And then when they get there, they see like a couple of bodies laying on the floor and they turn it over and it's like, it's Forge and Monet. And yeah, they're like, what's them. going on? And they're like, wait, they're not dead. They're alive. Did, like, did our consciousness like jump out of our body? And I'm like, sound like you need a certain doctor there with you, <laughs> <laughs> but he is busy. Yeah. Um, and you never call him anyway. Um, but they, they, they show us a flash page reveal that I 100% am not, sure I, I fully comprehend at this moment but I, I i will i'll get it i'll yeah. get there at some point um but i i kind of dig it the idea that like we're doing something in space but also like a little cosmic-y yes. like not just space travel or like star jammers or whatever star like, jammers the uh, she are but like uh, there's like, something more to this i'm like all right what is this this is shenanigans mm -hmm. forge is just taking advantage of being on the x-men at this point yes why wouldn't he he deserves it he, he helped build this whole nation i good. guess i mean you know he was put on there really to keep an eye on certain things yeah and he's not he's clearly he's just, just dicking around he's in just space definitely just doing that um uh -huh. 
I did you did you also enjoy? I don't know if you remember this, but like as like as Corsair is basically like, I'm dying, Scott. I'm gonna leave. He's like, but I couldn't go without yeah. apparently making one more, more Sir Summer's brother. Yeah, <laughs> it's like thank you yeah. for acknowledging how ridiculous this is. Right? How many damn summers there are, and how you've been peopling the there galaxy cool. with little. Is, I can't even imagine how many summers there there are. Yeah, out out there. in space. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Yeah, it was a fun issue. I, fun I really issue. enjoyed yeah. it. Art was good too. Yeah. There is a panel in that it's just gorgeous. It's when Jean is contacting Emma. Yeah, all the psychics. Uh, yeah. All the psychics. And it is just this gorgeous panel. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. It's like it struck me. Yeah. yeah. Actually struck. It, it physically <laughs> hit me. <laughs> it hit you. Because yeah. we had the physical copy of it. It just punched me in the face. That's true. Uh, is that all you read? That's it. I, we're, we're, I figure that's. I think that's enough anyway. I agree because we got to uh, get into the movie review. Yes, let's do this. Well, before also, we do, I bought all these comics. I thought we'd show it off. That'd be fun. Look we went it, to a. We went to one of our uh, one of our haunts. Yeah, uh, we actually went to two haunts. We went to Phantasm Comics in New Hope, Pennsylvania, great comic shop. Uh, but we also went to uh, Comic Fortress in Somerville, New Jersey. Yes, and uh, right now at, in at uh, Comic Fortress they have a. They have about, I don't know, 10 long boxes full of trades that are all half off. 50% off. So these were all the trades that were available yes. that we bought that were half off. I, li- I like these. They're tiny. They're small, but it collects a bunch of like older strange tales, at least for me. There were some Hulk ones in there yep. as well. So I got two of them. Why not? Right? Yeah. 50% off. I picked up Giant Days, the first volume, and I enjoyed it well enough. It's Slice of Life. Yeah, you promised it's, yourself it's, that you would get more I if you would liked if, the first one? I liked the first one, and I did. It's, it's Slice of Life. Uh, it probably skews like teen readery kind of thing but yeah. it was cute like so i was like fine whatever i don't mm-hmm. care i won man or black because i thought i had it and i didn't <laughs> literally that is what happened yeah. i was like it's I in the this? library i just i scanned it today so Why it not? is officially in the library um uh, this is volume two i'm gonna have to grab volume one but i grabbed seven soldiers of victory yeah this was just neat yeah it just seemed neat and i was like and i literally picked this up and when i saw who had written it i was like so when will frankenstein agent of shade um be showing up in the DC, in the DC. <laughs> cinematic universe. Yeah. Sooner DC, than later. You, whatever it is. Um, and then I don't know why I was so struck by, I like Sal heard me talk about this cover. Yeah. It's like, look at this cover. It's like a really violent old school romance cover sort of kind of thing here. Um, this is a Mike Grell, um, Jurgens, Giordano collaboration, like, collaboration on, um, a, uh, an interesting time period for Ollie. So yes, I remember. I'm this. just gonna jump jump into this. I started. This is the one I started reading. Yeah, uh, it's funny because like you think of Dan Jurgens as being kind of like a goody two shoes Superman artist, but like it gets <laughs> it gets raunchy. Oh yeah, Jurgens gets unleashed on this on on this series, uh-huh. and it's like, oh, I yeah. remember this. Uh, yeah, this coming up. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. I don't, I don't know why this like occasionally that's why covers are important that's why cover art is important because like this struck me enough to pick it up and then i was like poking through it and i was like i'm interested yeah i really like the art in this it's solid yeah solid art so it's, it's that old newsprinty yeah it's like a lighter paper print. i i like that and i hate it all at the same time so those are some of the things i purchased this week nice and <laughs> and uh so yeah we uh we saw ant-man and the wasp quantumania which uh you know of course includes the name ant-man in its own word yeah uh, so that was fun just a cute like little uh well done little neat idea totally but yeah so um all right so for our non-spoiler review of okay. ant-man and the wasp quantumania yeah uh just initial thoughts before you haven't you haven't gotten to go see it somehow you managed to avoid spoilers although this was not like 
the world's biggest movie, so it's okay to like kind of you probably did manage to avoid some some spoilers. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. and so we won't be the ones to contribute to that. Right. Uh, Try not to. Yeah. Um, this is, I believe, the debut of phase five for Marvel. So I I'm glad you know that because I didn't. Right. Uh well, I'm like, I think we've had enough of phase four. But um, this is I think setting a new tone for the uh, expectations one should have for the next like chapter in the Marvel cinematic universe. Like I think that chapter one is beginning to end game and chapter two is phase four until secret wars where it's just like, this is what we're going to, this is the kind of content we're going to be getting from Marvel henceforth. Uh, they have it down to us. And we've, we've talked about how there's like, they've got, they've gotten it down to a science. They've executed their plan. They have their whole like system, you know, pre uh, viz uh, fight scenes already set up like before the movie's even written. Uh, we have our own like kind of outlets to make the CG work editing up until the release of the movie uh, shooting without a script, all this stuff. And um, I think that's evident in this movie, but overall, I think that if you go in expecting to watch a movie called Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, you get what you pay for. Like it is that you get Ant-Man and the Wasp, maybe not the one you were expecting, because that was doesn't have much to do in this movie, but uh, you know you get the quantum and you get the quantum mania, mm -hmm. and you get the Ant Man stuff. Yes, that's that's it. I think if you are going into this thinking that you're going to get a like character driven story, as was kind of sold in the trailers, or as you have like. The first Ant Man movie, very. I mean, like, yeah, it's about Scott. It's it. about his like family. Like, yeah, we meet like his daughter's stepdad essentially, and like he's a character in that universe. Yeah, and he has his own personality. He's a fun addition to that universe. I fully expected to see his ex wife and sure. and Cassie's stepfather. They're not in the movie. But like, if you're expecting that sort of um, character driven plot, that's not where we're at right now in terms of the journey of Scott or this phase of Marvel kicking it off. Because really, this this movie is shouldering that burden. Yeah. Um, additionally, if you like, you know, like sci fi stuff, like you're probably going to have a good time with this because I found there to be like a not like it's like intense sci-fi like a John Carter where it's like with John Carter no, a lot I think of it's folk... more like John Carter than it is like Guardians or 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 yes. any science fiction type No, I guess that's movie. true, but like John Carter for a lot of people was like off-putting. It was too much. This doesn't feel that type of like alien. When I say alien, I don't mean like space aliens. I mean like alien, alien. in terms of like not natural or not Ah, foreign. Yeah, yes. foreign. Lowercase um, a. Yes, lowercase a. <laughs> um, so I I feel like if you like that, then and you like you know the cast of this movie just in general, the characters you've already met before, these other actors, you're probably going to have a fine time with this. Yeah, film. I think you'll have a fine time, and there are there's enough in it mm -hmm. for you to have some excitement for the next part. Yeah. Yes, but like. Just know going into this that this movie is definitely trying to set up some stuff. Yes. And, um, you know, it's not in the same way, like, as I have accused them of using Doctor Strange as being a vehicle. Right. It didn't feel like that, but the no. movie as a whole felt a little bit like a... Like a vehicle. Like a vehicle. It wasn't the character it was, but, like, the movie as a whole was like, I mean, we need you to do certain things. Yeah, I'm actually like, kind of surprised to... by how not 
marginalized Scott Lang was as a character, mm. the way we've seen Thor, Doctor Strange, like this is th th this is one of those things where I feel like the people in charge at Marvel like this character. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, hey, protect Scott at all costs. Like, don't screw up that character. Yeah. Like, in a way that I'm like, you care? Then why don't you care when it happens to other people? Yeah. So that's my non-spoiler review. Yeah. Um, it's Scott's on a bigger stage. Yeah. You know, and, and, I, and I felt that in this. So I think if you liked the idea of like, scott being more like on the fringe or yes. doing you know his own thing like scott has now thrust a little bit larger scale yeah. and so his movie has to do a little bit more mm -hmm. um so take that as you will yeah. but you know a lot of the charm is still there yeah well and that has but a lot to do with the casting some of it's also missing there's some things i i, I that were noticeably missing for me that are like hallmarks for ant-man movies. Ant movies yeah um but like I said, this had a lot to do. But there's the the cast itself, the core cast. They're they're good at what they do. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's Janet Van Dyne is given more significantly more to do. Yes. Uh, and I don't know why they waited two movies to do that, but uh, here we are, and she's doing it. Yeah. And that's uh, if if nothing else, uh, you know, meta textually, I hope uh, that it gives Michelle Pfeiffer more to do in other movies exactly exactly so all right with that said i think we'll probably yeah we'll get into spoilers get into some spoiler territory so we'll give you a, a hot second there as i vamp with um, yeah well let me let me read a couple of super chats which kind of address a little bit of ant-man i didn't want to get into them uh, sure. before we jumped okay. into the yeah, discussion that, that's fair that's fair um uh, what was it? Uh, Young Goku over 9,000. I feel dumb for not guessing the Mother Righteous reveal. That was uh, in a, a spoiler for the X-Men books. RIP to Nightcrawler or Nightwalker or whatever the Spider-Man character's name was. Um, yeah, we didn't read the book. So that was a spoiler for the series. Thank you. Um, Ray I, Farr. I, you might have put that before I said I forgot. It's to, true. I no, didn't read true, that. So yeah. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Hold it against nope, him. Nope. Uh, Comic no Pop hate. Woo. Uh, Sunday stream. A surprise to be sure, but a welcome one. Thank <laughs> you, Palpatine. Uh, loved your flash poll results, by the way. Go, Wally. Take it easy, guys. Yeah. Uh, we did a thing i was like hey i want to like raise engagement get people to use the channel more sure. so uh, on both channels both this channel and uh, youtube.com slash comic pop we had two completely different pay, uh, uh polls uh, mm -hmm. and they're just opinion comic book based right one was uh, on comic pop it was um which robin would make for the best batman and on this one it was um what the hell did i did, uh, i just missed it the oh flash. uh who is the best flash and I named all the flashes. I like Wally. I, Wally won by an overwhelming majority. Hooray! Uh, Catler with a pen for treats. Ant-Man. Thank you very much for ant, the ants. Ant, Ant-Man. Ant I was very happy to see in one of the press tours that, like, they addressed the weird, like, you know, ants uh, promo that he and uh, Michael Douglas did. The oh, first yeah. Uh, Extra day. <laughs> uh, what's your thoughts on the end credit variants? Do you think that he's MCU Scarlet Centurion or MCU Iron Lad? If he's Iron Land, then they chose a bad design. No, I don't think there's any of that. And in, uh, in fact, I believe that uh, uh, Feige has said he has no interest, or at least there's certainly no plan for the Young Avengers to make their debut. And I bet it's because they're just going to be Avengers. Like, I don't think we're going to get a period where it's like, look, it's Kate and Cassie and Iron Lad and uh, Patriot and Hulkling. Like, I think those characters will show up and I think they'll be Avengers one day. Sure. As opposed to Young Avengers. Yeah, it'll yeah, be yeah. Like, they'll actually get their chance to, to you know, move on. Uh, and uh, Lobi Warsaw, no spoilers, was Kang as good as the trailers made him seem? Yes. Yeah, he's frustrating. Like, I, I'm not a Kang fan because... Yeah. 
time channel time travel shenanigans mm -hmm. um but like excellently done oh yeah like just yeah. so well done like he's just frustrating mm -hmm. but like there's a char charisma to him as well just yes yes uh all right so here we go um Ant-Man and the Wasp. Spoiler time. Spoiler time. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, directed by Peyton. Uh, read, uh, written by uh, Jeff Loveness. No other writing credits. Just the guy who wrote the Vat of Acid episode from Rick and Morty. <laughs> He's also written comic books. But uh, Jeff Loveness wrote this. And I don't buy it one bit. Doesn't feel like it was written by one person at all. Feels like it was written by 10 people. Feels like it was written by one person and then 20 people just dicked around with the script for like uh, the better part of a year. Uh, it, the whole movie feels like there's other movies happening underneath the surface of this movie. This movie feels like they were like, we got an idea. And this trailer, all the trailers for this movie sold a different movie. They were all this very like kind of dark. It's going to be Scott versus Kang in this like, let's elevate Ant-Man. Mm -hmm. You know, he's earned it at this point. He's one of the few surviving Avengers that Sony doesn't have any control over. Right. So we can use him. Right, right, right. Uh, and I fully expected there to be this kind of very interesting uh, sort of story, especially when it was when it was introduced. And I want to hear your opinion on this mm -hmm. as well. Okay. The idea that, uh, you know, of Kang manipulating Scott into doing something that propels the Marvel Cinematic Universe forward the same way that like Loki does in the show. It's like, don't kill he who remains. Mm -hmm. They do. Boom. Multiverse. Right. You know, someone's gonna have to answer for that someday. Mm -hmm. You know, don't do the spell that'll unmake your identity. Dup, now we've got multiverse and problems like that. Like, you know, the hero makes a mistake, a yep. tragic yep. or epic mistake, and now has to like atone. Mm -hmm. That does not happen in this movie. Instead, Kang introduces the idea of that concept, but it never reaches its fullest potential because like you'd think this whole movie was building towards like, Kang's like, I'm going to use you. You steal this thing and I give, there's no incentive. I thought there was going to be an incentive and I think the trailers definitely sold that where they're like, no, you lost time with your daughter. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give you that. And it was set up when we find out that Kang and Janet had like a history where he's like, I'm going to give you back time. Yeah. It's like that's his thing. That's what he does. That's his currency. Yep. Yep. So it's like if you give me what I want, I will I will promise you basically an alternate reality where you get your time back. And I'll probably have to kill your variant self because there's a guy who wrote for Rick and Morty doing this, and I know how to deal with right. variants, right? Uh -huh. But none of that happens. It doesn't, it doesn't. You know, like I, I think um it's interesting because this movie was clearly setting up this Kang for something. And then they were like, no, uh, no, no, not, no, not, not this, this Kang. One. And it's like, this is the Kang. This is the one I want. Mm -hmm. And maybe we'll get him. Yeah. But we're going to get a bunch of Kangs. Yeah. We'll talk about the post credits. Yeah. No, it, it, I, I felt like much like the way I feel like there's a scene that's added at the end that, that, that tries to poetically rhyme with the opening of the movie yes. like we want to we set the tone of the opening of the movie and that's how we close the movie right and right. i feel like there's like a like a, a monologue that's done there and i think it's for the benefit of the audience to make sure we understand oh, yeah the gravity of the situation mm -hmm. that we just went through um because like it, it goes back and forth a lot and that, and that is what i like about this and what also i think drives me crazy about kang just in general mm -hmm. is that like it there's no there's no good there. No. You know, like, 
the the situation is set up where it's just like this is a Kang that got kicked out, right? Like, yeah, Kang, get out. You're not supposed to be yeah, here. This is a this is a this is a jilted Kang. Yes. He's mad. So, but like that, the other Kangs are coming and they're bad. Right, but like but this so guy, but this Kang's really bad, right? Like, and so, he's pretty formidable and scary. So, but I, what I do like about that is that, like, you know, Janet is like, I saw it. Yes, it's bad, mm-hmm. and so we ha- we can't let him go. We we have to stop him. Yes, and he's like secretly, he's like, but there's something worse than me. Yeah, and like, but we so like all you have to do is just let me be a monster. Right, and I'll be a less monstrous monster than the one that you've encountered so far. Right, so like. If that had been maybe explored a little bit more, there's something there, and maybe it will be in in the future because there's there's like that the morality there, the well, questionable morality, like you know, what's worth like getting rid of like the devil you don't know. exactly like yeah, the devil you know versus the devil you don't know. yeah, and that and that really is what this ends up being at yeah. the end of the day, right? But I don't think they did a very good job of like selling that no. concept. No, you have to look for that. Yeah, you need to dig deep on that one. And again, I think that last monologue was there for that, that moment yeah that voiceover that scott does for him to be like wait, wait a, minute. a minute and i'm like like oh you tacked that trying, right the hell on you're trying to make sure that we the audience are there with you yes and like we were already but like well, some only of us be- were but only because we were paying attention right, and right. we know what you're building towards but right what a shame uh you know because i think um you know kang jonathan majors Stole the show. Oh my god! He was an acting tour de force. He's incredible. Like you know, he's sympathetic. He's scary. He's intimidating. He's like you know, he's arrogant. Like there, there was a lot there. I was disappointed by the way they never said Nathaniel Richards at any point in this movie because uh, we can now finally, but we don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's he's the standout. Yeah. Uh, everyone else does a nice enough job. Uh, Paul Rudd is trying and i feel like he suffers the most from the reshoots that clearly were taking place in this movie because mm. like he's probably doing three or four different performances uh for three or four different versions of this movie right uh, evangeline lily was moved completely to the side you could tell she was either like removed from it or in the script they they reduce her role right and if you're gonna do that i guess you're kind of screwed you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't because you change the name of the franchise to include her and now you're trying to remove her from the franchise. And it's like, what are you doing? Uh, give her something to do that isn't just showing up I, when you would expect her to show I up. I think what it is is that they had changed the name, mm-hmm. right? Um, but then they decided that this is what was going to kick off Kang. I mean, technically it isn't. Yeah, Loki, Loki kicked, off, kicked Kang. off Kang. But for anyone who is just here for the movies... This kicks off Kang. Exactly. Right? No, so, it does. It straight like, up does. So you need to come up with a reason. And they, they came up with a reason how this all worked out. But, like, that puts her on the side because she's nothing to do. Right. Right. Well, because, like, what's her connection to Kang? Yeah. Like, we know what Janet Van Dyne's connection is to Kang. And Kang, and Hank Pym, I don't think, even meets Kang. So we don't have to worry about him. Nope. Uh, and Scott Lang is technically the protagonist of the story. So he'll fight Kang. Uh, but what will Hope do? Mm-mm, we don't know. Uh, plus, we have to worry about Cassie. Uh, and she's recast, of course, with Catherine Newton being uh, the new Cassie mm-hmm. from uh, the previous uh, actor from Endgame. I thought the Endgame actress did a great job. I don't really have anything uh, negative to say about Catherine Newton's performance, but I don't have anything complimentary to say about her performance. No, like it wasn't like she was needed. Like we we didn't we didn't need Catherine Newton to give us something. 
because she was really given some kind of juicy or meaty material that they were like, we need a veteran actor who can really sell this stuff. Mm -hmm. Despite the fact that like the previous actor actually uh, had more emotionally weighted moments in like the few seconds we saw her on screen. There's yeah. anything that uh, Cassie had to do in this movie. Um, we, they also didn't want to like, they clearly didn't want to like spend time building. So they just said stuff like they were just like, Oh, stuff happened off camera. You didn't see like she has a better relationship with her surrogate family than she does with Scott. And it's like, that's an idea that clearly was kind of being sold. And I know that they were, when they were talking about it like a year or two ago, they were like, Scott like let fame go to his head and it really estranged him from his, like the people that matter to him, the mm -hmm. things that most mattered to him in the last two movies. Now suddenly he's focusing on his podcast and his book deals and stuff like that. That is not the case. It's, it's very much a similar situation to Iron Man two. Mm -hmm. When I remember they were like, people were like, are you doing demon in a bottle? And they were like, let me put it this way. And I remember specifically, I think Feige said this. He's like, let me put it this way. Tony Stark is the, the first time you see Tony, Tony Stark, he is throwing up. Like he's, he's vomiting into a toilet. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. They cut it from right. the movie. Right. And it straight up isn't about demon in a bottle and he drinks recreationally and it's not a problem whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is a problem, but they don't address it as a problem. Right. So like, no, they didn't. And similarly with that, you know, it's like, oh, we kind of get the impression that like Cassie resents her father a little bit, but it's really not a problem. Yeah, that was like, I think, it felt like so like this movie was like okay the checklist for what they seem to be doing which is where i think comes like the like it feels like a lot of hands were in this uh -huh. is like it's like it needs to be an ant-man movie because it's called ant-man yes uh, i guess we need to have the wasp in it because her name is also on there right um we all love michael douglas so he better be in this right and, uh, but and we, but we can we do a two we can do two for for the both wasps right because it's like wasp and they're both ant-mans okay great um, we need to make sure Kang is in this. Yep. And, and he and he's built. And he's like, built and we need to understand his threat by the end of it, yes, right? 100%. We need to fully establish Cassie, who she is, what she's been doing. Yes, and how she will one day inherit this franchise. Right. And I guess we'll make it a father-daughter thing too. Because maybe it should be, but like, you know, if we have time. Right, 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 right. So at the end of the day, it's like that is like there just so that we can use her in the future elsewhere. Yeah. Just like Kang is in this. Right. So that we can use him elsewhere. Exactly. That's just what it felt like to me. You know, like I'm like, okay, because within the first 10 minutes of this movie, it's like Cassie's all about this, 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 and this. Well, and, and they, I'm like, oh my God. Okay, cool. And it, that's a lot to tell, not show. Yeah. And they tried to show, not tell by having her be arrested in the first like few seconds yes. to meet her, but that's not enough. We need to see her charged and political and going to these rallies and doing these things. But the movie has got to be short too, because it's an Ant-Man movie. Right. So, and we know nobody's going to really like stick around. So even, even though we're also launching phase five with it and mm -hmm. we're saying that it's, that it's Scott's turn to be elevated. So we should be able to give him like two hours and 15 minutes. Like, I don't remember how long the movie was. Didn't feel very long, mm -hmm. uh, which, which I guess is a compliment, but uh, you know, but also you could tell, and I immediately, I was like, I don't know if this is actually just poor telegraphing or if like, we're good at our jobs okay. when, you know, she's, we, we got to do something about this. And I, at least I'm getting involved. And I'm like, she's going to go to the quantum realm and get involved. Like once yeah. we got to the camp in the quantum realm, I'm like, uh -huh. Oh my God, here mm -hmm. we go. And it didn't really, like, and, and we kind of, you know, yeah. like she had something to do mostly off camera that 
was like, let's let's help these people. But, you know, that was her arc. It's funny, too, because it's like that arc is like meant to pull Scott back. Yes. But like from what? He didn't go anywhere. He's no, still a good guy. Like he just wanted to be a dad. And like she's mad at him about that, I right. guess. But not really. And like we notice that apparently she's a thief as well. But yeah. that never comes up. No, no. She doesn't thieve. She doesn't, like maybe she was supposed to help him thieve the generator in the scene. But she's not. Actually, Wasp was the linchpin of that sequence. Yes. And I mean, I guess she wasn't a thief. I I got the impression that like she stole. Like I know she shrunk the cop car, but I thought she also took it. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, that's like, that's like what he does. And I, I thought they were going to do like a thing where he's just like, you can't do that. Like the science stuff. Yes. The thief stuff. No. Right. But she's like, but I'm good at it. You know right. what I mean? Like, like, you know, I didn't, I didn't inherit the Ant-Man thing from you. I inherited like who I am. Yeah. It's like the Ant-Man stuff is just window dressing. That's Hank Pym's. Yeah. Which also was very much a thing. They were like, okay. So in the first movie, Scott inherits the Ant-Man mantle. He does use ants a lot in the first movie. He's Ant-Man. But by 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 civil war, they're like, he's giant man. And in this movie, they're like, he's giant man. Yeah, and Hank actually Pin Hank is, is Ant-Man, Ant and he is gonna be very Ant-Man in this movie. Yeah, I'm like, that's cool, but also the damn thing's called Ant-Man. Like, you yeah. gotta transition at some point. And uh they kind of were already, so we kind of backslid a little bit, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, which is a shame. Michael Douglas does a nice job. He actually, I think, does better in this than the last one. Like, I, I kind of liked him more in this. Right, right. Uh, despite that he was kind of goofy, you know, but otherwise that was I, fine. You know, I liked him. Yeah, but I had no I, problem. You know what? I, I just, I happen to like Michael Douglas. I think he's a fun actor. I agree, I agree. Uh, Bill Murray was totally wasted. And I don't mean like, on drugs i just mean maybe he was but like i know that he was completely wasted on this movie he had he didn't do anything right and if you were ever going to stunt cast bill murray and put him in mcu project you wasted it oh like, sure he yes. is lord krylar whatever yeah like is it was it funny that he like does that like creepy like i eat this thing and then he ate, ate me sure but thank you for wasting this actor and that's like a classic mcu move is like ladies and gentlemen we got this person from Game of Thrones or this person that you, this, this beloved actor. And we, we, we didn't even make them Modoc. You know, we made, we made them something that's yeah. a throwaway, like, like Glenn Close being Nova Prime. And then we'll never see her ever again. And yep. mostly because she's like, I don't want to do it. But like, give, make, give her a reason to want to do it. Yes. You know, give him a reason to want to stick around. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously I, I'd always pitched if, you, if you're going to use Bill Murray, you make him the puppet master. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to do the puppet master plot. He doesn't have to be the main bad guy, but like, come on. Uh, but anyway, just a disappointment. Yep. Well, I agree. It, it, was it fun that he was in the movie? Eh, didn't need to be. It, it could have been literally anybody. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever. Um, I agree. You know, but uh, Michelle Pfeiffer has a lot to do and she's, it, it felt a little like stretched out, you know, where she would, instead of lying or saying something other than what, drives the plot forward she just doesn't say anything she's like the uh the date that jerry has in seinfeld who won't try the pie yes like every time they ask her a question she's like mm -mm, mm -mm. and it's like just write a scene like mm -hmm. oh yeah <laughs> like, i've seen a thousand scenes in 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 a hundred movies right say that, that that have a character that has a deep seek deep dark secret that they don't want to share yeah that 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 that, that, that her loved ones no, she has. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, write a thing, like write a cool scene, you yeah. know. And I'm, and maybe that's just like the problem with the Marvel Cinematic Universe at this point is like 
there's no more room and time for that because yeah. we're shooting like th- because we're basically doing like a choose your own adventure movie at this point and like we won't even know how the movie ends until like three days before release yes yes um yeah i mean should we talk about modok yeah i guess we should do that it was dumb i didn't hate it i didn't hate it but, but i also you know didn't what? love it i have no zero love. respect and love for modok yes. so for me i was like okay mm-hmm. this is this is correct i knew it was darren cross from the moment they said modok was in the movie i didn't get that i i didn't know who it was i just knew that he was going to be in it after she brought up i was attacked by a bee uh, man in my bedroom yes i was like well he'll be in this well movie. he'll be brought up because of course he like he got shrunk down into the quantum realm. like we can yeah. do that he's gonna be there yeah uh, it was, you know, was it? There were a few moments that were kind of funny that Modok had. Modok overall, I actually didn't hate. I did hate how inconsistently bad he looked. Yes, that's fair. That's you know? fair. And like people were complaining about it when they saw a still or a moment from the trailer. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it looked bad. And it didn't look any better. Yeah, and, no, and it won't. I- but I like I I enjoyed him. I enjoyed yeah. him when he was on screen. Like I didn't have a problem. I didn't groan. I didn't I didn't cringe. It was no. not a moment. Like yeah, Modoc overall, I wasn't like the only the only disappointment was I'm like, haven't you learned by now not to do what you're doing? Would kill them? Yeah, I know. Like knock it off. Well, I guess he didn't have to. He's in the quantum realm, right? But he died. Who knows what they could do? It, right, you could bring him back, or maybe he's a robot, or yeah. You know, I mean, whatever. But like, come on, man! Like knock it off. Like enough with the killing of the villains. Yeah. You know, like I know that you're making movies. I play with that leg every time I shoot something. Uh, right. This leg. This we have this. We have this Rintra leg from uh, my sleepwalker figure. figure. And we'll never build Rintra. But, no, but uh, I love playing this, with this it. leg is great. His hoof is. is, is there's all sorts rotate. of articulation. Yeah, it's amazing. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like Monod doesn't even belong in this story. But, you know, they put him in. It makes sense within the framework of what's going on. It's just. You know, he looks really bad. He did not look good. And it looks con- inconsistently bad. Like sometimes it look like they did like a stretching effect. And sometimes it look like it's just a bad CG face in a head. Like sometimes it's consistent, but like it still looks, it still it's bad. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, the Marvel needs to fix that where um, their visual effects are consistently bad. Like, you they're enough they're they're just an, it's like a band-aid mm-hmm. where it's like it's just enough to get us through the picture like we we can we can get through this if you just if you just laugh enough or love the main character enough mm-hmm. we didn't we don't really need to stretch ourselves or try right and that is every 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 single project from the beginning of phase four to now yeah has had at least one very obvious if not persistent moment like that mm-hmm. and it's very on display yeah. when you're moving to the next phase like mm-hmm. phase five should be like we're you know phase four was like look you know covid trillion dollar streaming service like we got we got we're trying to catch up right we're doing something you know and look like we got we're open out of it you know like we got to try things things that we would never would have ever done that's them like i'm talking as them mm-hmm. but but when we get to the back to the movies then we're gonna like ratchet it up. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna Winter Soldier this. We're gonna mm-hmm. Civil War this. Like all the Captain America movies are consistently amazing, right? You know, we're gonna Iron Man three this. A movie that I get more reverence for as we delve deeper into the future of the really? MCU. I haven't seen that movie in forever. TikTok likes to show me every. I've practically seen the movie already from every other scene that's being blasted, right? 
Um, but yeah, uh, you know, that was, you know, Modoc. I mean, Modoc was never going to be cool, but hey, listen, like Zola, you know, they made Zola a, a screen on a, you know, a face on a screen. But they like, they modernized the idea. I don't know if anybody's going to be okay with the idea of Zola being like a guy with a face on a tummy going like, hey, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I never liked that as a kid. Mm-hmm. I'm not clamoring for it now. And I'm also in a timeline where here's Modoc on screen and he it, looks like Modoc. It was funny because it's like with the Modoc face, though, mm-hmm. you know, there are so many other things that looked pretty great. Yeah. And I'm like, but you didn't get the, the, the this character, this yeah. character, you know? Yeah. Like the goopy guy. He was fun and he looked good. Yeah. The the, the sentient rocket ship characters. You pointed out a thing. <laughs> It was, oh, that was genuinely funny. Okay, so like we were in the theater. There was a, like we saw it on Thursday, and there was like no one in the theater. We were in a very small one though, so I'm guessing we did, and we didn't chose... hurt the movie at no, all. No, I think people chose to see it in the larger one, so we lucked out, and there was maybe seven, five other people yeah. in the theater with us. And like it's at that kind of denouement kind of moment, or mm-hmm. I don't think that's the right word, but whatever. No, but it was a it was a lull. Yeah, no, it wasn't a lull. It's like you know, oh my gosh, the heroes are failing. Oh yeah, no. And everyone's trying to flee. Kang is clearly going to win here. Mm-hmm. And you know those sentient like building ship things that they had? I don't know if you guys caught it, but I laughed aloud during this very quiet moment in the theater. And I was like, I better keep together here. Mm-hmm. Because one of them like falls and the other one's like cradling them. Like, you know, like... <laughs> like trying, the Ewoks. Yeah, like just trying to be like, it's going to be okay. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, what is happening right now? This is some saga stuff. Yeah, I love that. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I actually didn't even mind the the living ro- rocket ships like the, the quantum realm itself was was trying to be a character but without any actual like rules or structure yeah it was like, like it was like nowhere and tron and um the cantina yeah like, it was... like they wanted you to think all these things and like the the, the leader of the uh of the resistance i think that was katie M. o'brien i i don't know gentora uh i don't remember if that was gentora or not i think it was i couldn't care less not that she did a bad job, but like they didn't do anything. They were just like, "Here's the resistance." Oh no! They were you, there. You, you were more sad losing the the the, the cannon head guy yeah, than 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 cheering for her freeing herself I, from. Her I cage. don't know why I liked his design so much. Yeah, but I did. Yeah, like that that got me right. Um, they were there clearly to. That's like, it's like a different movie. Yeah. Like that was like a movie where in which like Scott has like shied away from being a hero. Yes. He just wants to be a celebrity. Right. And he's just like, you know, trying to raise his, he's like, I'm trying to be like, I'm just trying to be Yeah, I just want to get back. Like I'm retired from the superhero yeah, business. Or like I'm I trying saved to be a dad, world. but like, I'm not really being a dad. I'm really just, I'm just enjoying being a celebrity. Because exactly. like finally, like with all the other heroes kind of out of the way, like people are paying attention to me and I really like that. Like yeah. I'm succeeding. And then, you know, in this other film, his daughter like steps up and he's right. like, that's what I, that's what I should have yeah. been doing. Like, yeah. That's yeah. what my daughter needed. Yeah. I shouldn't, yeah. I shouldn't worry about what other people think of me. It's just what you think of me. Boom. That's, that's movie. not what we got. We got part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really quick. Cam says, uh, they were clearly building young Avengers and other projects. What a mistake to not have that lead into Kang whatsoever. Yeah. Not a lot of things are leading into anything. I gotta tell you, young go corner thousand. Not like this matters, but with Kang's actor being black and the, who comic thing with the whole comic thing with Kang being a descendant of Reed and Doctor or uh, of Reed Doctor Doom just got me thinking. What if Reed or Doom is black? Kind of cool. Uh, definitely, they've been talking about that big time. Mm. 
uh, Dante Cook. Sal, your interview with Pat Nozzle was amazing. Uh, was. I love him as a comedian, actor, voice actor, and now as a comic writer. Wow, this channel has grown so much uh, to score such a chance. Uh, keep up the awesome work. Thank you very much, Dante Cook. Yeah, yeah Patton interview. was on the show with uh, Jordan Bloom and uh, you had a chance to talk about their book and talk about comic books in general. It was yeah. a really fun time. If you haven't mm -hmm. already seen it, check it out. Uh, Danby 900, the ending was reshot six weeks ago. With set pieces, uh, the OG ending was test screen four months ago where my friend saw it. Kang escaped. Hope and Scott were trapped in the quantum realm. It was more somber. Uh, I mean, like Link. But also, I mean, you could tell that like the ending was definitely reshot. Like, oh, yeah. because it was just from the faces and the display. Like, that's how they set it up. Like, they were going to... Like, the ending was clearly like they defeat Kang he's either sent away or whatever. Like, cause I think he was, I think that this was the Kang that we were going to be dealing with mm -hmm. throughout the rest of the MCU in, and, and he might, and he still might, but like, probably not like mm -hmm. they get it. They get rid of him in a kind of nebulous, uh, yellow jackety and kind of way. Sure. And, uh, and then like they, but they sacrifice that and, and, and Wasp goes back to save Scott and the two of them team up like they should in the movie. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then they're trapped and, uh, and Cassie's like doing the beacon thing like she was doing before. So it's like, okay, cool. They're going to, like be in the quantum realm. Cass is going to look for them. That'll be the, the arc. Yep. And like maybe in Kang Dynasty or maybe in Secret Wars, Scott and Hope will be freed. You know, but sure. that'll be Cassie's role. Exactly. Cassie will be the hero, but, has to step up. And Cassie will have to, like, she'll be able to learn, instead of learning from her dad, she'll learn from Hank. And so she'll become more of an Ant-Man. Exactly. Uh, like, or, or maybe she'll like stay, take after Scott and be more like stature, which yeah. is what her character was. Um, I know that's who her character was, but we didn't really get a secondary Ant-Man. So I could see them being like, and she will also use ants. Right. <laughs> yeah, that would be fine. But you have clear, there were clear reshoots going yeah. on. Uh, Danby 900 in the OG cut, it was 10 minutes longer. Janet called Kang. Nathaniel Hope says that she came back for Scott at the end. Since the other possibilities she saw didn't have him. Uh, I'm baffled the late reshoots. I mean, maybe they were really bad uh, test screenings. Maybe people didn't understand what they were planning what, what on the health, doing. Yeah, maybe, or maybe plans have changed. Yeah, maybe they or or what's what's the worst of it is because they like shoot the movie, you know, open ended. Mm -hmm. uh it could be that they just don't know what their plan is and they they, they want to leave everything open-ended even mm -hmm. when their movie's done right right uh, jose rivera my mcu issues these days is i don't feel like i'm watching stories anymore i'm just paying to see two hour setups for other things down the line people seem to like that though yeah but that and that but that is a problem like the yeah. reason like um end game and um infinity war felt so is Infinity War? Yeah. Okay. Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. I'm like, wait, did I say that right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, felt so special was that it took movies that kind of never were certain that they were ever coming to come together. Right. Like even in like the first Avengers movie yeah. that they made, like you were like, oh my God, they're actually pulling them together. They're actually doing it. Yeah. But those movies were like, I'm telling, I'm doing this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, making I'm, Avengers. I'm telling you know, like I'm doing Iron Man movies. And yeah. if he happens to do something else, fine. Right. But I'm doing Iron Man movies. Right. I'm doing Thor movies. Mm -hmm. You know, like we're telling Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. These now start starting to feel like I'm telling the Marvel the, story. A Marvel story. Yeah. Instead, which, you know, let's see where that goes. Yeah. And and you've done that with like Moon Knight and uh, you know, other like She-Hulk. They don't, they're not connected. They don't feel connected. Mm -hmm. And Yet they are also intrinsically connected and also they're bad. So I don't know what's going on. Uh, Mordecai, 
Uh, one problem, some parts that felt should have been emotional were mixed with comedic, but not in a good way. I mean, that's been a criticism of Marvel forever. I don't know. That's another thing I noticed more than I noticed them just cutting and it, See, like and making something else. I felt as though part of them had wanted to make this episode a little darker mm -hmm. or this episode this <laughs> but it does feel like an episode. Um, this yeah. this movie a little bit darker and and maybe they were like but that's not what people are here to see for an ant-man movie but i'm like but you're not really making an ant-man movie right well and and if you but it could be a really cool ant-man movie if you chose to do that yeah no there's a big moth in my studio. that is not a moth what is it i don't know but i hate it me too. Oh, oh, I don't like it. Oh, where'd it go? Oh, it's a stink bug. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Damien 100. That's worse. Cassie calling Hank grandpa when they had no time to bond since he was dusted, took me out of it. He wasn't playing Hank from two films. Member Janet, uh, Quantum Powers and before the writers didn't. I mean, one writer and uh, he, you know, he, I, I don't know what Loveness was doing, but, you know, this, you know, I was really hyped to, to see his name on this because I know he does comics. I know he does, you mm -hmm. know, Rick and Morty. And like, I've loved his his writing since then. It's just this did not feel like that. Yeah. Uh, and it's because I think of just so much interference. Sure. Valentino G. I liked Hank and Janet in this. It made me want a prequel series of the adventures of Ant-Man and the Lost during the Cold War. Yeah, I think a lot of people wanted that since we saw them they, in like the flashback. I guess how you like, and I don't know if it's just that they know each other, but they have good chemistry. They have good on-screen chemistry. Mm -hmm like together they do well they're also just great actors that, that, that helps yes it does uh dan v 900 after that epic speech by andy circus and Andor rallying the inmates something somebody needed to go hey cassie's speech wasn't up to par let's change it i didn't see Andor, so i have no idea what you're talking about uh mo uh, says hey comic pop any plans to come to chicago comic and entertainment in late march 31st to the second no uh c2e2 has never invited me except one time when we applied to do a panel at new york comic-con and they were like how about chicago instead and i'm like so instead of taking a bridge and tunnel trip, I could take a plane trip. And instead of going home, I can take a hotel. So you can increase my trip by $2,000. Like, no, thank you. Um, but if they want to send me, I'd be great to, I'd, I'd be happy to go, but I can't afford to go right now. Um, but yeah, I've been meaning to go and I'd love to go to, to, to Chicago. Um, I've never been. No, me either. That's the thing. I think I've landed in Chicago. I've, I've had a layover in Chicago, but I've never actually been. This thing's stressing me out. Juwan Fincher, uh, with the adventure being his daughter's fault, I thought they would have Scott die defending Kang. I'm glad that he didn't. I don't want that from my... I mean, like, I'll take darkness, but I don't need, like... I wasn't sure who... Like, I, I wasn't sure if anybody was going down. Yeah, there I thought... There were too many people there. There were, too many, like, there were a lot of people. Oh, yeah. boy, oh boy. Yeah. Uh, Post-credit scenes. Uh, the middle one is the only one that actually was shot. The second one is a scene from an upcoming project. Yes. Uh, the 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 very end the the end of the movie trailer mm -hmm. what post credit scene was just a scene from Loki season two yes that reminded me I was like I like this and uh, Loki season two looked like it was filmed with cameras uh -huh. so that actually like that really appealed to me I was like oh this looks good don't put better looking movies in your movie um, because it just it just deflates the main movie mm -hmm. uh, but yeah I was like oh yeah a movie I, or a show I didn't really I was like I think I got enough from Loki but. I'm okay with this. Yeah, no, I am too. I honestly don't remember the mid credit. The mid credit scene was uh, here are some more Kangs. Look, it's Ramatud. Right. It's... For some reason, I thought that was the end of the movie, but I realized it's not. Yeah, no, okay. there was a mid credit scene. The mid credit scene. Mid credit, credit scene is what my brain told me the end of the movie was. Yeah, and it's just yes. the Council of Kangs, but yes. it's like a weird, like, it's like a gladiatorial arena of Kangs. And I'm like, it's a lot of Kangs. Like, that went from me being kind of excited to see the Council of Kangs being like, you know, 11 people mm -hmm. to being like, oh, it's 
millions of Kangs. Like, I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. Like, yeah. I it was so baffling because it was just like, look, uh, you know, more Kangs. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I got it. Like, I've met two. You know, when you killed both like, of them. But like, you're looking at it with your comic book goggles on. I mean, I, but we've already sold us on the fact that like, they talked about how there's multiple Kangs. Mm. I'm like, I get it. But like, to say there's like a billion Kangs, I'm like, I, I mean, okay, but like, but to what end? Like, what what's the story there? What's the point of right. that? That that was all. I was like that that was not an exciting mid credit scene, mm. especially because I already liked this. Kang. I was like, this is Kang. Yes, he was great. And then they killed him, and I'm like, but, well, they said they did. We'll see. I mean, hopefully they don't. I mean, because I this one be I wrong. like there being a Kang with some history. That's like, hey, ah, and I I'm gonna kill all of you, but I especially gonna kill that Ant Man. He, he could be in the sub quantum realm it's fine with me whatever they want to do with it but as long as they bring that one back or or they bring back one that's exactly like it but right. who didn't die i don't know it's just like I'll meh. Honest, i didn't like i didn't not like this movie yeah i liked this movie more than i liked dr strange and the multiverse of badness yeah but what i was missing from this movie was the charm yes of the other Man movies like there's there is like a certain level there's like a feel to those movies there's a feel and this movie didn't have that feel at all no um which i think might just be something that we have to get used to I, you know with guardians obviously all three of these movies hopefully they'll have the same feel but they're all the same guy they're yeah all the same driving force behind right. it right yeah. guardians 3 will feel like a sequel to 2 yes. even though they appeared in two other movies right 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 but like this ant-man movie as much as like ant-man 2 is often forgotten and i, I don't know if everyone loves it mm -hmm. um but it did feel like a sequel to the first movie yeah um but this didn't this felt like a sequel well and i have my complaints about two yes i know but, i know uh, you know but it but it's certainly it's more cohesive than three well yeah but i'm just saying like it still felt like it came from the same place that the first movie came from yes this just happened to have a lot of the same characters yes but like it like i said it's missing that like personality that the ant-man films have i agree yeah which is hard which is hard to believe it's funny to say but uh yeah that's where we are yeah and like it, it just i don't know like yeah no lewis or uh or ex-conference like yes what, what the crap no lewis doing? i was surprised at i was i was blown away and like i i i not that i'm saying he's the heart of he it is, yeah but he represents like the grounding that, that type of, that. of like humor or like you know just like it, it is a little bit of the heart right of, of the movie um or like scott's connection to not just superheroes yes or like super people. scientists like scott's but, a guy of the people like yeah well they kind of i mean we got that in that little montage at the beginning but it was yeah but we but like what's his world does he not hang out with lewis anymore like are they not like yeah like he did too he good become, for them like, yeah and like I, I that would have like, been a great scene to see yeah or like you know like, or cassie's like you never call lewis anymore. <laughs> right and he's like oh yeah well that's because i'm an avenger now i have big i've got I've, avenger friends i've got avenger friends now and it's like what yeah and it's like yeah but who was there with you in the van yeah like exactly it wasn't captain america right whose van is it yeah <laughs> uh harishi Venkatesh, zero out of ten no miss minutes well i feel like you're gonna get her i feel like miss minutes will return um, uh, miss minutes will return but they did have like some fun references in yeah. the movie you know like um hank drops linda yeah you know as like a one-off right kinda. it was like oh that's neat like oh, what that'll never come up again <laughs> uh you know uh, yeah there were there were like easter eggs and references and stuff like that but not not like guardians too you know had a lot of like cosmic weird like yes. fun references the quantum realm had it was it's just made up to do nonsense. that because it's in the quantum because, realm yeah like, but but, but modok is there but so you could literally do there. anything um but yeah so 
at the end of the day, I think it's worth seeing. I think yeah. if you're if you're decided to wait until streaming, you are not hurting yourself at all. If you wanted to wait until streaming, it'll be out in like two or three months. Sure, you can definitely do that. Yeah, I mean, there's like there are a lot of like big bombastic moments and yes. scenes, which you know a big screen helps. And if you like that kind of thing, like when you go to the movies, if you like the screen to like show you like how big things how are. big things are, then it does have those moments. Yeah. So maybe that's something you want to consider. Um, but like. Just go into it knowing you're not, it's not going to be like Ant-Man 1. No, it is not an Ant-Man movie. Yeah. It is and it isn't. Like it, it, it There are ants. There are and ants. those ants do go to the quantum realm. And they're important. And they are important and they're fun. Yeah, and I like that a lot. It was a good and moment. I, and, and I got to tell paid you. paid off. We didn't, need, we didn't need shots that showed you that. Like we could have just trusted us, but okay. Yeah. But like Michael Douglas, you know, in, yeah. a, in like his little duster. I was like, that's fun. Look, yeah, at, look at cool. Him. Yeah, exactly. No. Uh, Avery Sanchez, hey, Sal and Tiffany, uh, do you think Kangs are responsible for why the X-Men Fantastic Four don't exist with the rest of the MCU cast? I, I'd be okay with that explanation. Like, maybe the maybe Kang omitted the mutants. I wonder but... if they're going to say that they severed a thing. Right, exactly. And then they'll be able to remake that branch or After something. After they beat him in Kang Dynasty. Yeah. That'd be interesting to see. I'd be okay with that. Um, it, it's better than there being a portal in the Fox X-Men walkthrough I or mean... like or, or energy from something else, like makes mutants now. I don't want new mutants. I want the mutants to have always existed. The, the mutants are the ones that are going to be the toughest. Are the toughest. The Fantastic Four, you just say they're from the sixties. Yeah, I'm telling you. That's, yeah, that's my. The, it's that's the beacon. Exactly. That's the beacon from Shang Chi. That's the beacon from Shang Chi. That that's what they're reading. Yeah, is the negative zone. It's the negative zone, and it's them trying to reach anybody. Yeah. Uh, Bry Lewis 97 can't stick around for the spoilers, but I can't miss an opportunity to show comic pops and love. Well, thank you very much, Brian. Well, thank you. I uh, hope you had fun with Ant Man. We did a fun. I mean, like, genuinely, I think we had fun. I didn't like laugh all day like an idiot, but I did. Uh, I did enjoy. I, yeah, the movie. I did laugh. I enjoyed what I liked. Or I liked what I saw, but uh, but I'm not blind to what doesn't work. Yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, some books that are coming out this week. Let's do it. That we think you should check out. Absolutely. Right. Uh, Nightwing number uh, 101 from Tom Taylor and C.S. Uh, Packat and Eduardo Penisca. Penisca. Nightwing number 101 from Tom Taylor is coming out, and uh, I can't wait for more of this. Uh, Batman Superman World's Finest number 12 is a great series. Mark Wade, uh, you know, you got to read this series. It's a great book. Uh, She-Hulk number 10, I'm, I forgot this book exists. I'm going to read it. Rainbow Rowell. Uh, Josh Williamson's Superman number one. I've read this. It's great. Pick it up. It's a really good series. We'll talk more about it in, in depth. Uh, if you want to hear more about this, maybe Tuesday, there'll be a chat with me and uh, Josh from our new show, All Stars. Check it out. Uh, but we'll talk about that as the book has been released on Tuesday. Yes. Uh, Deceased War of the Undead Gods number six. I think this is the end of the series and the Deceased brand. This is six of eight. Oh, you're right. There was eight. Might be. Um, <laughs> all right, six. Great. You got two more, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it was. I was uh, I was tripped up by Dark Ages. Uh, but yeah. no, uh, War of the Undead Gods. I love this series. Uh, you know, Tom Taylor, Trevor Harrison. It's a great book. You should got to read this. Uh, Batman One Bad Day, Clayface. Uh, this is, of course, written by Jackson Lang Lansing and Colin Kelly with art by Zermanico. I have read this as well. Pick it up. Uh, it's it's Ooh, so good looking okay. and uh, and really interesting. It's a good use of uh, of, of Clayface in the modern era. Okay. Uh, okay. Tiffany, what do you recommend? This um, week? I'm going to give it a shout out, of course, to Saga number 62. 62 gorgeous uh, cover. I, I can't get over this cover. It is stunning. Uh, um, that's Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples on that. If you didn't know for some reason right. who that team is, Immortal X-Men number, Immoral X-Men number one. Yep. Forgive me. I, I don't know how this works. 
I don't know how anything works. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that's the Kieran Gillen uh, book with art by Paco Medina. Yep. You know I'm going to be there for that. We'll also talk about Nightcrawlers next week. Yes. So we'll do both. We'll, we'll, we'll do double duty on that because why not? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not necessarily reading this um, series, but I, I do like to remind you guys, those of you who are um, Sabretooth and the Exiles, uh, Exiles fans, number four is coming out. So I just like to... Where'd it go? It's up there. Oh, I see it. Yeah. Uh, Strange Academy um, Finals number four is coming out. So if you're a Strange Academy fan, another issue's coming out. Hooray. <laughs> um, Doctor Strange Fall Sunrise number four. Yay. I can't wait to. I, this book is crazy. I can't, I can't like wait it. to read this as a trade. Oh, yeah. It's going to be freaking amazing. Be what? No. Betsy Braddock, Captain Britain number one. I'm going to check this out. Why I've heard not? good things. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Um, it, it's I, there's such something about this world I like going back to. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Teeny Howard on this one. Nice to have her. Yeah, uh, back in this world that's again. Georgie, if I haven't seen that name in a while, I don't know them. No, oh, do I? I feel like you do. Really? I don't know. I know. Oh, okay. Well, good, good for you yeah. then. Glad you do. Um, Gargoyles number three, a, a series that I really like, and I think two other people like it as well. <laughs> uh, Greg Weisman on this one, George. Uh, Kim Badias mm-hmm. uh, on art. I just, listen. I just like that book. I yeah. don't know if you're going to read it you or not. Like gargoyles. I'm going to just always mention gargoyles whenever I can because um, you have you're, you're here for the show. <laughs> you're going to have to listen to a few moments of me talking about gargoyles because uh-huh. why not? If you're a Witcher fan, um, there's a Witcher. Ser- occasionally they just do Witcher comics, yeah. and like a lot of them are based off of the books. You can grab that as well. Uh, it's issue three, but I just wanted to mention that because we had someone asked you about other franchise books. So I was yeah. like, you know what? Let me mention that. I'm not reading it right now, but I tend to grab those in trade. True. I'm not really helping the series then <laughs> on my part. Oops. Um, and there's also a whole lot of other indie books coming out this week. I might grab one or two here or there. We'll yeah. see, but that's all I got. Yeah. I was just looking to see what this was. Oh, it's a James <laughs> oh, Tynan book. Oh, no. You're there's, picking up Blue listen, Book. Listen, there's a James Tynan book coming out. I just saw the cover, and I had to know what it was. Uh, Blue Book number one by Dark Horse, uh, from Dark Horse, is coming out. Written by James Tynan IV, uh, with art by Michael. Mike Omig. Mike oh, my Omig. God. Um, so if you like Something is Killing the Children, you might want to check this out. This is about a UFO uh, abductions. It looks like it is a... Oh. <laughs> What? So again, if you like something skilled the trail and you like Nice House on the Lake, you like the Department of Truth, or you like Powers, um, this is a nonfiction comic book experience depicting true stories of UFO abductions. Oh I'm gonna put God. true in quotes. Um, with an eye to capturing the strange essence of these encounters. So that's interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna check out the first one here. Totally, so. at least the first one. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, that comes out on Wednesday. We want to thank you so much for hanging out with us and thanks for indulging us and talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania as well as this past week's uh, comic book uh, releases. We'll uh, see you guys next time. Make sure to subscribe to this channel. Click the like uh, button. Click the bell for notifications. Subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop. YouTube.com at comic pop plays. Follow Tiffany on twitch.tv slash comic pop as well. Yes. Um, And uh, we'll see you guys next week with an all new episode of uh, Off the Rack. Stay tuned on Wednesday for a ridiculous episode of Back Issues. You are not prepared for it. You're not. Uh, Whatever it is, you have no idea. You you won't. Yeah. You won't won't believe. believe. You won't believe. Yeah. We're going to deal with a bug now. That's true. It's going to be awesome. We got to go. We got to go kill some bugs. So I got to call the Starship Troopers to take care of that. Just end the show. All right. So long, everybody. Bye.